Can't wait for summer? Old Navy's huge summer sale starts now. All jeans, all tees, all dresses, and all shorts are on sale up to 50% off. Jeans start at $15 for adults, $10 for kids. Shorts from $12 for adults, $7 for kids. Buy online and pick up in-store for free today. All jeans, tees, dresses, and shorts are on sale up to 50% off. Now at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. Valid 5-6 to 5-12. Excludes in-store clearance. Active, licensed, men's packaged, and flag tees. Shut up and sit down. Shut up and sit down. helping 
inadvertently, wizards blend a little bit better because, hey, steampunk's accepted. Exactly. So it's their way of um, kind of hiding in plain sight, you know. And it works uh, extraordinarily also, well. What would be really cool are airships. That would be great. Ooh. That would be so much fun. Um, Zeppelins? Yeah. Powered okay. by magic. How okay. fucking cool would that be? And the extraordinary amounts of Notice Me Not and, and Invisibility or whatever uh, spells on it. Um, it might be why we have those sudden shears on airplanes where they drop a thousand feet. It's not because of, of the actually the weather. It's because the pilot not noticing and, and the machinery not really paying you know, much attention somehow drops it a thousand feet. So it misses the giant screaming red airship that's got Notice Me Not spells all over the fucking place. Also, when Notice Me Not... Or not Charms fail. That's the origins of UFOs. That's where UFOs come from. It's There's magical steam, magical airships um, losing some kind of magic briefly, and muggles see <laughs> something they can't explain, and so it becomes like a, U, a UFO. But here's here's the thing for you. Um, I was just thinking about it. The night bus phases in and out, and the only time it's really there is when it's still. Right. So, um, and even then, it's like muggles can't see it. So there's some kind of right. magic in, in in place that keeps muggles from seeing it. And the zeppelins could work on the same philosophy, and they could still have that magic, mm-hmm. and maybe even some kind of porting ability. So, like, they have like local ships, and then they have national ships that can port, like, like a big giant port key. To other planets. I mean, not other planets. Well, oh, that was <laughs> fucked up. To right? other countries. Anyhow, we're not going there. <laughs> <laughs> to other countries. Okay. And so the UFOs could be the rich man's yacht that just kind of sails its way lazily down the way. And so, and then you well, that, the there would be like different magic attached. Yeah, right. Yeah. There would be like different mat, you know, different levels of magic attached to, to different. Um, Ships like anything, you know international ships would have, right? Yeah, anything international is going to have some pretty rigid um, ICW standards on it because it's got to hide. And part here's something: part of the reason why there's been such a rise in UFO sightings over the years because if you notice, it's gone up. Um, it's not mm-hmm. that it's not that that things are. are well, you know, muggles are being more observant, far from it. It's actually that the spells that are needed to keep the ships from being seen to be adjusted with each advance of, of muggle technology, and sometimes they don't catch the advances until they see. And also this, over time, luxuries get less expensive. They become more commonplace. Like, you know... Yes. When cars first came out, it was something that not everybody got. But as time has gone past, personal airships have become more common. Oh, you mean like personal planes? Right. And so they're not as... So not like every wizard has one, but they're more common among very wealthy families. And so, of course, if there's more of them in the air, there's more likely to be 
um, failures in Fighting. UFO sightings and ex- exactly, ex- exactly. Especially so if it becomes like a private. Their, well, if they don't keep up their maintenance and they don't keep up their spells. Right. Okay, I can buy all that. Or if they're attacked. <laughs> because if you've got airships, you've got air pirates. That would be so much fun. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. Um <laughs> I'm writing that down. I'm writing that down. Uh, air pirates. The thing is, oh, thankfully god. this particular show Yes, but the show is going to be there. Remember, you can get back into it. Um I still have okay. to write. I know. We all have our thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. So okay, so basic background: Zeppelins, um, um, magicals started developing about them about the same time Muggles did. They just never abandoned them after things like the Hindenburg because they're not kept alive or afloat with with helium or hydrogen. They're, they're using magic. They're yes. using magic, so that so they never had the kind of accidents that muggles have. They probably have mm-hmm. had accidents with shit failing, magic failing, um, getting hit by something they weren't prepared for, you know. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, is that magical airships also travel in the same lanes that muggle airplanes do. So they've had to, you know, learn. They've had to learn to move around muggle technology, and the more advanced mm-hmm. muggles became the more likely there were to be accidents. Right, which is as one of well. the reasons why sometimes, which is, it would explain some of the, the uh, various um, accidents that have happened over the years where, you know, shit just disappears. I mean, God help us all, it might actually explain Flight 370 in Malaysia. <laughs> okay, because some moronic What's his foot leaned out the window and went obliviate and off they went, hanging a right hard left, and we don't know where they ended up. Well, the thing is, is that really arrogant purebloods who would be the kind that would have the, the the ancestral money to come into a personal airship might be inclined to shoot an airplane down if it got in the way. That too. So yep. There would be like international laws, and there would be like the there would have to be like air police. <laughs> there would be air police because magical people are assholes, and they know this. So like there would be like a whole branch of the ICW dedicated to keeping the assholes that are in these these ships air arms. Oh. Yeah, ever how you say that? Um, just yeah, yeah. Okay, but so Harry. Living his muggle life. Are we picking him up at 11 or are we picking him up at 17 after the war is over? I think that if you're going to establish a world like this with the steampunk elements and the technology, that you have to start as young as you possibly can. Because you want to build, you want sequence. If you start when, if you start when Harry's little. Harry's 11 years old. You can educate mm-hmm. your reader while you're educating Harry. That works. So, see, if I go into it and I don't have – Harry already knows everything, explaining it to the reader would be stupid and redundant, right? So if you bring yeah, it in and Harry is like a representation of your reader, like he is mm-hmm. original in the original series, Harry is our 
portal into are, the magical world. We right. learn everything about magic through him. So the same thing would go. I mean, you you could you could shape this whole world around Harry's experiences coming into it. Okay. <clears throat> and just imagine his first visit to the bank. Oh, you know, it's, it's <laughs> and, already interesting. It's already interesting enough, but, you know, doing it again where it's more steampunky, that would definitely be interesting. You, know. you just imagine Diagon Alley with a steampunk twist. Oh, there's a thing. The underground okay. carts, the goblins, the the wand shop wand holsters, mm-hmm. just, you know, just everything, just a little, just a little turned, the robe. turned a little bit, and um, mm-hmm. the robes, um, more leather maybe, um, mm-hmm. but there's a turn, you know, Mad-Eye Moody, just imagine <laughs> his oh, magical eye. Mad-Eye already fits in some ways the, the, the steampunk ideal. But if you ramp yeah. him up, you know, and then, you know, you have someone like Hermione, you bring her in, and she's super inquisitive. And so she's going to see all these elements that she's also seen in other areas in the muggle world and realize what's been happening, you know, the leaking mm-hmm. that's been taking place. Um, Cross-contamination for the win. Right, exactly. And so we can educate Harry and Hermione both, on the concept now, of the magical world. Mm-hmm. Now, here's a here's a question for you. Are we doing Harry Hermione? Are we doing um, uh, Draco and Harry? What are we doing? Oh, well, if I want to do a pairing, I would want to do um, a threesome. Okay. I've never I'm done a threesome, and that's what I would want to do. I'd, I, I'd want to do a threesome. Remember, remember to count your arms, legs, and dicks. Exactly. Two dicks, <laughs> six arms. Two dicks, <laughs> yes. I was actually, um, I do not ship Harry Luna. Very I don't. Um, um, I, I, I never have. I've, I've read it, and I occasionally read it, but I, but I don't ship it at all. Um, I would definitely, it would definitely be Harry Hermione Draco. Um, I'm all for it. And I think in this world, I'd want to sort Draco into Ravenclaw. I think he'd fit better, honestly. Because, I don't know, there's... um, They don't have ink pens, but they have quills that are... A mixture of an ink, an ink pen, and um, a quill. It's like um, it's got a barrel of now, ink in it. Now, real quick, just to make sure we're on the same page as this, when it comes to ink pens, you're fountain not talking pens, about exactly. The, yeah, it's fountain pens. You're not talking about the bics that you know that we all use, or the the oh so lovely. What am I using right now? Pilot G210 that has my ink cartridge already loaded and. It's a, it's a, you know. I'm using a Z flight. I'm using a Z flight by Zebra. Fucking amazing. Fucking amazing. It yes. is a 
ballpoint pen that writes like a gel. Yeah, it is we're, we're fantastic. I highly recommend it. <laughs> but uh, no. I would think like um, maybe some kind of magical fountain pen, you know, not like they're still like something they would probably have to um, refill and it would be, you know, I have an anti-breaking charm on it and, you know, it would be um, okay, you're more talking elegant about a, than a regular ink pen, um, a fountain pen. I've seen pen. them. We've got them here. Yeah, they're fountain pens. Right, right. And um, a more elegant version of an ink pen and a quill, basically. So, if, so it might mm-hmm. actually have a feather attached to it. it oh, some like of them a, do. Know. And some of them right, have they do, I mean, yeah. got incredibly ornate uh, tips, and you can do gold, or you can do platinum. Um, probably right. do various types of stone. Because you used one, point, uh, one I think it was platinum um, tip when you had Harry writing runes on Draco's back one time. If you right, that was story. a platinum tip quill. Yeah. Yes. I also did one where I'm not sure if I've actually published that even as an excerpt. You don't have I have one where Harry has a runic quill, and that quill is um, tipped in uh, platinum. Um, I but it's I used I've to create runes, and um, no, no, nobody's seen that. Yeah. <laughs> Therefore, um, if I haven't seen it, it's a pretty good bet that nobody else has either. No, no. So. <clears throat> okay. Um, check out. There's a link in chat to a picture. Yeah, like that, but it would be a little more ornate. Maybe it would be made of oh, yeah. wand wood. Wand wood. Ooh. It would be a wand wood thing, and it would have, like, um, you could have different feather inlays or, or jewel inlays, and um, okay. they would be, like, you know, just, you know what I mean. And, by the way, guys, this is actually how we work. Um, she puts forth an idea. I find pictures. <laughs> There is some more. Check those out. Oh yeah, I love that. I love that. That 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 second one with all the gears and stuff. That's really awesome and fantastic looking. I kind of actually want mm-hmm. that for myself. Yeah. <laughs> Except I'll tell you what. I actually have a very elegant penmanship, but me and fountain pens do not mix. Yeah, I'm not a real big fan of them Terrible. either, although I, I, I adore them. And all the, I mean, they're just absolutely the most lovely thing on the planet. And, you know, there's a thing for you. Um, you would have not just the um, flourish and blots. One of them does indeed look like the doctor's uh, sonic screwdriver is your um, Check out that last one, uh, Kira. Because um, I can see that one being used by somebody like Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. In fact, I would say, like, if we if I did something like this, the, the fountain pen mm-hmm. would be just as, um, maybe just as personal as the wand. Mm-hmm. Like, there would be a whole store dedicated to it, and yep. you have to pick it out like you would a wand. There goes another one. And that one, I don't know who. Oh, uh, if we did this, would we be adding Hiro Oto uh, to it? 
Aito? Oh, he's my favorite. Well, he's my favorite. I see from um, Harry Potter. Um, I snuck him in to something else I'm I'm writing as well. I know, I found that. Yes, I did, because you gave but, me the um, beta. <laughs> <laughs> Snuck him in there. Just a little bit. Oh, yeah. I, I, I like to sneak OCs into um, stories, like um, when um, Randolph Rampart makes an appearance in Sentinels of Atlantis. Uh, that, I just, I just kind of squeal. snuck him in there, you know, um, and like when Ian appears in um, Ties That Bind, you know, it's just mm-hmm. like a, just kind of a I, sneaky, I, just a sneaky I'm in. i to see who he gets, because you better, you better give him somebody on, on camera so that we, we can all see and enjoy him getting somebody for, for you know, for good and think, you know, almost, I think almost he's worth his own little short story, you know, like Thank uh, you. um yeah, so yeah, but, um please. Okay, so I I we we've gotten, we've wait, gotten this. Wait until you meet Rampart in Ring of Fire. I've already Ooh. got him oh, it's gonna be awesome. Oh, it's gonna be fantastic. If you've got any of that <laughs> I'm written, so come excited. on, come on, come on. Beat beat the hell here. Okay. No, it's no um, I don't know, it's all in my head. It's it's all in my head. Yeah. But I had this whole idea about Rampart, um appearing in Ring of Fire and it's after John and Rodney have left and um they're on they're on their way to Pegasus and um uh he's basically in Colorado to meet Sebastian. And it's not That's even great. for himself. Hmm. <laughs> it's this really cute little subplot thing where Randolph Rampart's granddaughter has a crush on Sebastian so she wants to meet him. That's what she asked for for her birthday. So she, so he takes her to Colorado to meet Sebastian Shepard, and she's like five. (laughs) Oh my God! By the way, well, you know when you're when you're building something like Ring of Fire, and it's so intense and it's so dark Mm -hmm. and it's so upsetting. Sometimes you have to put a little light moment in it, you know? Yeah. By the way, so and it just kind of popped into my head when I was topic. plotting for that next story. What? Well, good. We have it. We have it in permanently now, so we don't lose it. Um, I just found a horrifically wonderful, fucking expensive pen for Draco's dad. Hmm. Because you know he's a dick, and we might as well go go to town on this. Because well, he's a dick. <laughs> in all the wrong ways. In all the unfun ways. Um Yes, pretty much. Let me put it this way. Um the one I'm looking at right now ignore the cat sneezing behind me because for whatever reason. That poor animal. Yes, I know. But he's been doing that since I got him. He's got the same Where type is of the, eyes, eyes. Why do you keep talking about this pen? You're not showing it to me. What? Oh, please. I have, what? To, I have to fix the goof I did. There it is. Look at that. Okay. That thing is 29,000 pounds. That sterling. is ridiculous. You're absolutely right. You have no idea. <laughs> that's There's ridiculous. another one that's oh even God. worse. There's one that's even worse. It's in the... In, uh, copy paste. 
But I do like the idea of the um, of the fountain pens actually being wand wood yeah, versus some kind of precious metal or jewel. Mm. Yes, but there's one on here that's got eight. It's eight hundred and ninety thousand pounds. It's got diamonds crusting the whole damn thing. Okay. That's so stupid. Yes. That's so stupid. Oh That's so god. much. Oh my god. People who have that much money and spend money on that are stupid. I'm sorry. Apparently, you can be so wealthy that you get dumb. I don't know. Money makes you stupid. What? What? Anyway, I can see it may not be that exact $29,000 one because I'm sorry, out of the four of them that's that are on this page, that's actually the prettiest. But I could see, you know, Lucius having this where instead of it being a metal barrel, it's wand wood. It's got the filigree around it. It's got the precious stones. And it's just, he's a pretentious bastard, okay? It's not just the snake-headed cane with his, with his wand, you know, fucking the snake-headed cane, all right? It's his filigree pen that's just, Utterly ridiculous. Just too much money. Just just a, just a waste of money. But um, oh, okay, it's so not, it, well, it's too much money to pay for, but it's just up his alley. Okay, getting off the pen. <laughs> going? Are we going? No, we need to doing... we need to focus on social social politics because social. that's the biggest part of Harry Potter. Um, right. What I would like to do is start it off with just a complete restructure and a complete alternate universe. So. We would have, I would want to abandon most of canon. Okay, um, I can live did with you, that. Did you guys hear that stop? Because the, this is this is actually where I get her all the time because she because she yes. loves canon. She loves it. I don't it. love canon. And the I thing like is, the structure. yeah, right. yeah, she and likes the structure. And when and trying to when figure she, out where we're going to bend it. When when I leave when I leave structure. Um, behind it, it she goes all silent on me for a couple of seconds before she gets her breath back. <laughs> yeah. So here's what I would think. Here's what I... I would think. <clears throat> okay. Okay. Here's here's my idea. Dumbledore hid Harry. Okay. He hid Harry very well, and no one could find him on his eleventh birthday. Not with the Dursleys. Oh yeah, he's with the Dursleys. Um, on his 11th birthday, all those charms fail. Okay. And Sirius, who has not been in jail this whole time, who has been searching for his godson since October of 1981, finds mm-hmm. him. Okay. And Harry hasn't lived. I don't want to do that whole abuse thing. I do that all the time, and everybody does. And so Harry has lived a very normal, less than happy life, basically, so far. He is um, so a good student. To him, they, just, they just ignored him? Yeah, like, you know, here's your shit, leave, um, leave me alone kind of thing. Um, it's more of a resentful Christian duty type thing. <laughs> oh, they did their duty, depressing. but they didn't love him. Right, right. They they did their duty by him, but they didn't love him at all. So here's a Harry Potter that comes in to... Go take a look at the pen Barbara put up. I can see that being a student pen. Oh, I like that. Yes. See? Yeah, exactly. See? That that can be a Mugglehorn student pen because 
Um, you know, it's very it's very basic, okay, but it's not. I mean, it's got some functionality, it's got some neatness to it, but yeah. Azure Hart, you're my favorite. She says, "Well, if those pins were in the USA, it would go with one of my dad's favorite sayings: you can't give rednecks money.' That is absolutely true. That is the <laughs> fucking minion gospel. You can't give rednecks money. Yeah. That's right. And you can't trust Republicans." Yep. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> I had to get that in there. Yeah. Okay. Stop it. So, We're gonna get um, off of that I know, I know, because I always make somebody get butt hurt when I do. So I'm gonna try Let's to avoid moving. that. Come on. Okay. So social politics. So because they've invested so much magic and innovation mm-hmm. into appropriating Muggle ideas. They've also been inadvertently exposed to other muggle ideas. You know, um, I would say that many of them probably invest money in the muggle world. Especially now that the muggle world is going steam. Oh, Kaya, you asked a question that was in the back of my mind. Oh, my God. Kaya asked, Hogwarts still on the ground in Scotland? No. No. Floating castle time? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. You got airships. Right. Why would you not, you know? Well, you know, it's going to have to be able to land, I would say. I don't you know. know. Or at least I don't it. know. I think it'd uh, maybe just a, just a city in the sky, like a, like a you know, the, that, that Diagon Alley is not actually in London. Like, once you go through that portal, you're not stepping onto a London street that's been hidden. You're being ported into the magical city. And the magical city is in the air. Well, or how about this? Um, And this one I I owe to Veracity and one of her her stories. And it, it was an interesting twitch to the whole thing. Um... There's there's parts of the planet where you, you remember in um, the the Harry, I don't know if you ever saw it. But somebody can find the link for us. The Harry Potter um, movie where um, Sirius's townhome finally a, a appears after the Fidelius is is shared, if you will, where Harry can yes. actually see Grimhold Place actually appearing. And it looks mm-hmm. like and is, for all intents and purposes, as if there's a fold in space and physical space where you don't you don't see that the house because it's not really in our reality. It's one step to the side. And what Veracity did was um, she basically posited that there's whole sections of the planet where this was done. And so there may indeed be a Diagon Alley, but as far as Greater London is concerned, it doesn't exist. All right. I kind of want to go in a different direction because, you know, all these ideas have have been explored in in different ways. And if I'm going to build a steampunk AU, I'm going to build a fucking world. I'm going to build the whole thing from the ground up. But, okay, well, this is what I'm going to take from J.K. Rowling. I'm going to take her. I'm going to tell you in a minute. I'm going to take her characters, 
themes, and that's it. <laughs> okay. That's it. that's it. I can live. So magical places on Earth are in a different dimension. They are okay. magical pockets out of time and space from the rest of the muggle world, and that's how they keep magic a secret. Who did that? Somebody and actually least, did. And there are magic, there are magic pockets all over the world. Mm-hmm. Where the Muggles don't notice, where because they don't have the right. It's they're not key. They're they're not able to get in. Right. These magical spaces aren't available to you unless you have magic. And these right. magic Real pockets history. are all are all over the world, and they are connected. Through expressways okay, that are that are reached out to by the airships. Okay, Robin and uh, Robin just commented bigger on the inside than than out, which is version of the tenth spell. And then right, um, right. So just they already have that kind of magic, like Adam's family's summer home. And she's right. Right. It, it totally is their summer home. <laughs> but like, I think that probably. Claire asked a really good question. Um, are the pockets natural or were they created? I think it's actually a mixture of both. Like originally, these people, like what happened is, is that magicals and muggles were living in oh, basic, not harmony, but in the same in the same natural progression along the way, and then the witch trials happened. It's Underhill. And muggles started burning witches. And yeah, magic gave them a place to retreat. Magic built them a pocket. What? It's Underhill, as as um, uh, like like the Fae. It, it it's it's Underhill. It may be um, the first you know one or two were naturally were naturally occurring, but they figured out how to to build them eventually. Magic showed. Right. Gave yes. them the way to do yes. it. So, the first magical pocket was a refuge from from the witch mm-hmm. burnings, and it kind of sucked all the magicals in that it could find. It just sucked them in, just over mm-hmm. and over and over again. And um, then muggles started to explore blood. and move through the whole world. And so magical populations also did, and they found another pocket. And eventually, mm-hmm. over hundreds of years, they learned to make their own pockets, and they spread out all over the world. And these pockets are connected through airship expressways. Well, you can also have them connected through the um, the brickways for places like Diagon Alley because um, it's not so much... If I connect them that way, I don't have a reason for the airships. Yeah, but wait a second. You do because you have to have some place for the kids to come, the the, the muggle children, places well, like. What I would say is that each air po- um, each magic pocket, or whatever we end up calling it, has a earthbound portal. Well, I was thinking that was what the leaky is, because um, leaky cauldron right. is there, and the 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 brickway you know is there to to you know the the. The magical children come to this pub. They've got their their letter in their hand that allows them and their families to see. Okay, they walk into the leaky. They're obviously muggles because they ain't dressed right. Um, and Tom or whatever the hell his name is 
um, bumps them over to this. They, they read the directions. They follow the directions. They walk through, and now they're in your, your, your floating city, you know, in the sky where Diagon Alley is but one area that they can go and explore. It's a whole magical steampunk city. But to get there, you've got to start at the leaky. Right. Well, what I would think is that each magical pocket, with the exception of secure places like Hogwarts, um, like all the schools, and, and there will be more than three or four. I mean, I, I could, that could be like an International Academy of Magic, and of course there's Salem Witches Academy. Mm-hmm. And these po- and these schools exist in pockets that cannot be reached, but only in a special way, like the Hogwarts Express airship. Mm-hmm. You can only get to Hogwarts using this. Period. Okay. So that you know, that way they get, that year? way they keep their children safe. They keep their children safe that way. Okay, no flying car in second year. Yes. No, absolutely not because I'm not even going to talk her plot doesn't exist for me. Yay. Let okay. it go. Let okay. it go. Okay. Dark Evanescence comments that no When Harry wiped Voldemort out in 81 Voldemort really did die. Even better. Period. He's not coming so back. What are, Even better. He's not coming back. What are we having as our um, our area of of you know problems here? Okay. What what is our? I don't know. What's what's the the, the drama on this? Okay. Oh. See, first I have to build yeah. the world, and then I build the drama on top of it. So we can't have a drama okay. or a conflict until I finish building the world. Okay. Well, then skip the, skip that. We'll add that later. Okay. Next up. Maybe I won't kill Voldemort off. I don't know. He's a very good villain. He's an easy villain. He, yes, he's he's an easy villain. Um, I mean, if you're gonna easy villain. Let's let's skip it for the moment. Um, going back to <laughs> you know society. Okay. Um. Seven billion humans on Earth can't all like the same drink. That's why Circle K has Polar Pop and Froster. Pick your flavors and make that one in seven billion mix just right for you. Polar Pop and Froster, just 79 cents each at Circle K. Limited time only at participating locations. What, I mean, what are the okay, items? So, okay. So, okay. There are magical cities all over the world. Mhm. And I don't know if I do pockets, I don't have to do a city in the sky. But I like the idea of a city in the sky. Maybe I could have like mm-hmm. regular pockets everywhere, and then have like one special pocket. Um, maybe the original pocket was in the sky, and it, and it was over Great Britain, and that's how it There's saved God. all the magicals everywhere, because it was in the sky. It it moved, and it moved it around. It, it Okay. By the way, take a look at the link I just put up. Exactly. Dark. Oh my God, that's awesome. Dark just said in the chat room that the and its portal was Stonehenge, and that means. Ah, oh my God, my city in the sky is Atlantis. All right, I can take it. <laughs> my city in the sky is Atlantis, and the portal was Stonehenge, and once it launched. It went around the world and gathered up all the magicals to protect them. Oh, looking and at then, the the. Kaya just put up a link where it's 
um, it's all blocky and everything, but it's a city in the sky, and it's got that's awesome. and everything. And I was yeah. thinking about this, and this would be great if you also have in some parts of this where you notice where there, there's some spaces between the buildings and all. That would look phenomenal if you could do like the gondolas of Venice, only instead of canals, you've got the open spaces between. Just for sure, shit. Right. Right. Amazon, <laughs> Solos Amazon says, and that's why Stonehenge fell apart. The pol- the portals were short, shut down. Yes, once Atlantis left the, uh, untethered itself from Britain in order to do its little trick around the world to save it, you know, to gather up all the magicals, it broke Stonehenge. There's a thought. Can okay. Donna Rodney be there? <laughs> Barbara? Don't go sticking Stargate. Oh, I already did it. I already did it. So I, mean, I actually I can't even say anything. But Atlantis does pre- predate Stargate, okay? But, so. I'm hoping somebody's like, recording all these damn links I'm putting up. I know, oh, well. right? So the magical um, portals oh. around the world are how the kids and or whoever, you know, that that's how magicals leave these enclaves uh-huh. and how they come back into the enclaves. They can't just walk out of a magical enclave. They have to walk out of it in a at a certain place and that's it. Mm-hmm. And that further protects them. Okay. So Harry's I been in am. the magical world since the, the, the muggle world since he was a baby, hidden from Sirius, mm-hmm. and um, see, okay, I can't kill Voldemort as, as much as I would like to. I can't because if I do, then Dumbledore has no reason to do what he does to Harry unless he's just an evil motherfucker. And I'm I'm, I'm totally willing to write that. I just don't know. Wait, what's this? Oh, that's cool. I like that. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> he is an evil motherfucker, yes, but I have to give him some kind of reasonable reason to leave Harry in the Muggle world. Well, I love that, how these you know, people who've been in the chat room for so long have figured out how to say motherfucker without getting censored. <laughs> you know, uh-huh. you know, you're dealing with somebody who's been in my chat room more than a couple of times when they're when they're figuring out a way around the. Um, Yes, the sensor, the, the built-in sensor that's just the utterly sensor. bloody ridiculous. Yeah, Dark Lord Albus. That sounds so wimpy. You know? Dark Lord Albus. Yes, I know. But here's the thing. It could just be that... He'd have to go by Percival. Know, Dark Lord Percival. That's not nearly as oh, pussy father. as Albus. You kidding? Um, yes. It could be that... Yeah, it could be that hair... That the... the um, the, the the prophecy that we know and loathe for Harry um, that we all thought was him killing Voldy wasn't him killing Voldy. It was him dealing with Albus. And that well, that's would be been a damn good too. Mm-hmm. I know. They all have, though. Harry Potter's so old, it's kind of hard to come upon a new idea. <laughs> Point. I am having way too much fun wandering through steampunky stuff and 
putting together pictures. The email you're going to get is going to be horrific. Sorry. <laughs> okay. So, Dumbledore hides Harry with the Dursleys. Mm-hmm. They are dutiful but unloving guardians. Mm-hmm. He finally, on his 11th birthday, he gets his letter. Right. I think that owls have to be the only thing that can leave the enclaves without using one of the entrances for communication purposes. Okay. They build their own entrances? They're just like, they can move between the pockets. They can move. Okay. Their their magic allows them to leave a pocket and enter a pocket at will. Okay. And that's why magicals use them for their mail. Mm-hmm. They were always like that. They didn't make them like that. And so when they realized that owls could do this, they started using them. Owls and phoenixes, yes. They mm-hmm. started, um, oh, yeah, we would have to get the owls harnesses. It would be so cute. Okay. Um, they started using the owls for communication because um, they were able to move in and out of the enclaves. Enclave? Enclave? Yes. How do you say it's that? An, it's enclave? an either or, enclave. frankly. Well, I, I okay. say I say enclave, but that's you know. <sighs> Anyways, um, they decided that since the owls could do this on their own, that they would make ideal uh, information carriers and stuff like that. So they're the mm-hmm. so that so that's how owls became carry their mail. So on Harry's birthday, the charms hiding him break. Mhm. Rowan, 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 Rowan is saying enclave. Rowan. 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 Rowan? Mhm. Mhm. There's an E. Really? I know, but she told me it's Rowan. Oh. I thought Rowan was R O W A N. It is. <laughs> but it's your name, it. and we'll say it the way you want us to. <laughs> mhm. Trust me, I double-checked on that one after being told which one it was. <laughs> Enclave. Okay, um, so the owls can do this. So Harry is in the in the muggle world, and mm-hmm. I get it. I get it, Rowan. Rowan, I get it. It's going to take me a while to, to <laughs> do it because in my head I've been calling you something different for a year. So I'm going to fuck it up for a while, but it'll be okay. Mm-hmm. It'll be okay. Um. Oh, that's so cute! The little sky, the little city in the sky. That's adorable. Oh, you you watched Avatar, right? I did watch Avatar. Do you remember those those floating rocks? Yes, yes. That would be so much fun. That that could explain Bermuda. Yes. Okay. You know what? You know, if, if if I was writing crack, Bermuda would just be some wizard being an asshole. <laughs> uh-huh. And there's like a whole division of the ICW attached to trying to find this asshole. 
Uh-huh. Or it could be like a a family legacy passed down from father to son, and that's why it's been going on so long. Yep. It's a family of assholes. And it works, too. You know, um, the I, instead of... Um, I like that the, the Avatar is floating mountains for something, because that would be a great place mm-hmm. to put... Um, to put some of your your more rare and wonderful animals. Or dragons. It'd that's be your great dragon place preserve? for dragons. Yeah, okay, that's your dragon preserve. Yeah, it's in Romania. Okay, that's awesome. All right. Um, okay, that's lo- that's loaded. Um. Did you see that that picture of the woman in the um, in the dress that I put up with the fox fur? No. Wait. Okay. I see. I, I see an image. No, that's the James Cameron image. Yeah. No. Let me put the image around. Look at that one. I was thinking that would be great for uh, um, Hermione. Mm, you know who immediately popped into my head, though? Bellatrix. <laughs> like, boom. Wrong colors. She's just immediately in there. I know. Um, <clears throat> Change it to okay. green and it's Bellatrix. Okay. I can do that. Ouch. Let's see if I can spell. Tricks, ouch. Change to she's a Slytherin. Yeah, that works. Okay. See, the beauty of magic is that no matter what they're in, no matter what clothes they're wearing, magic can make it mm-hmm. comfortable because it's magic. I would hope the hell so. <laughs> Comfort charms on high heels. Never getting away charm on a bustle. <laughs> oh yeah. Um Breathe right charms I, on corsets. Yeah. Uh check out this. Songs that never file. ride up too high. Mm, I'm just saying. Uh yeah, that one I I could wish for. Take a look at that last link. That one I think is Bill Weasley's uniform for when he's over in um in the bank. That's some kick ass. That is kick ass. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Jesus, it's a fucking huge ass file. Okay. Did Threstles have wings? Yes, they did because they flew to the Ministry yeah. of Magic on them in Book Five. Mm-hmm. Threstles, Threstles. How, how do you say that? Threstles. Threstles. Thestrals. They flew. They had wings. They flew. Um, <clears throat> but okay, so. Okay, so I have basic world structure, and that would get more detailed as I was plotting. Right. right? So, um, <clears throat> yeah, we're an hour in. So. I would think okay, so- that. The 
the goblins mm-hmm. are because they are, I think they would have a lot of involvement in um transportation, definitely in the mm-hmm. airships um uh, they would um <clears throat> elves house elves do I wanna go that whole downtrodden slave thing or really no, want to go something like if you're if you're gonna hmm. if you're gonna bend, bend spindle and mutilate please do it in a way that gives them you know yes some of them are because people are assholes and that's pretty much a given somebody's gonna be that fucking stupid but for the most part make them you know you, you can't you can't easily abuse them okay because i'm sorry you're 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 floating around you know, and something that's probably what works out to be a mile up conservatively, conservatively, and so you're a mile, mile or two up in the air. Oh, and by the way, massive charms on keeping the air at you know somewhere, somewhere close to you know uh, a ground level, you know oxygen level, and that would be you know the the senior charms class re- reapplies it every year as they exit you know Hogwarts. Um, but well, if I do enclaves, huh? If, if I do enclaves, I don't have to put everything in the sky. It would just be like fun stuff in the sky. Well, if you have like the dragon preserve, the sky, yeah. But and and for them, they don't really need the the um, oxygen, you know, increase. But for Hogwarts, oh, but if, if I put them in the that, sky, then I have a squid. I would lose the giant squid. Do you need the giant squid? I don't know. Am I? Well, you know, the other part of it is um, the the, ju- the dungeons wouldn't be nearly as dank. <laughs> and I can Brown could be in the Snape. sky, too. Okay, you're right. You're absolutely right. Snape would be even more Space squid. ridiculous. <laughs> Go, Carrie. Hmm. Um Snape would be even more ridiculous about his his reaction to, um, you know, you absolutely, you know, be careful what you do, for we are in the bottom of the castle. It goes boom. We all have problems. That could that could work. Let's see. Jesus, the files I'm finding. Let's see. No. Hogwarts is not Atlantis. Atlantis was the first pocket, the first enclave. Mm-hmm. Hogwarts came later. It was the it was the natural forming enclave, and uh, eventually they branched out and made their own enclaves around the world, and they're connected through airship. I need I I I, I need a term for that. Pathways, tunnels. <sighs> that doesn't work. I don't like that. But you're not passing. Well, to use an Anne McCaffrey term, you're not passing between. Right, no. Uh, They're was like it McCaffrey um, who did between? I don't yeah. remember. Yeah, with the and it's not a dragons in the No. But it kinda is, but it's not. It would kinda mm-hmm. be like a wormhole in atmosphere. Like a magical okay. portal is the best way to do it. Just a jump mm-hmm. points, exactly. <laughs> Well, it, 
you could say it's a jump. Yeah. They're, they're... The slipstream. What was that from, slipstream? Um, was that Andromeda? Yes. <clears throat> and they use yeah, the airships to travel on these magical streams, whatever they are. So I have gates. <laughs> Magic gates. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Call them suck points. <laughs> are you for real? <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, the kids, mm. the kids would definitely get a kick out of it. And I'm having too much hatches. Okay. <clears throat> this is going to be like the world building part of the steampunk AU, oh, the, and then yeah, <laughs> come back the later and do actual plot. <clears throat> um. Yes or no? I mean, you. you Let's see. Um, okay, so leaving aside all of this, and we've got, you know, clothing is is pretty interesting because there's there's millions of examples nowadays. And thank you, Steampunk Movement, for finding us some really pretty stuff. Um, we've got we've got Harry slipping into uh, Hogwarts because he got his letter, and we're going and. You know, he gets sorted, however it happens to be. And, you know, honestly, I would say I'd, with the, the sorting hat, if you're going to use something similar, have it warp itself over the ages. It started out as the stereotypical wizard's hat, a la, you know, Gandalf. But, you know, we're now in the steampunk age. Maybe it's a completely over-the-top top hat. top hat, you know. Um, completely with a pair of goggles for eyes. Why not? Okay. Um, so Harry gets his letter, and mm-hmm. Sirius finds his godson. Okay. <laughs> Lady Longbottom's hat. Yeah, I can just imagine what her hat would look like. Oh <clears throat> Jesus! There's a horror. And hmm, I like the idea of the hatch too because it kind of fits the airship. Yeah, I agree with you, Kaya. I do. I um, I like the idea of the hatch. Um, because well, the other thing um, that fits, frankly, is I'm I'm sorry. I'm I'm going back to you know the the other portion of this where you're looking at the Fey as or at least what they think were the Fey because it's, it's um, associated with Stonehenge, you know, it's also going under hill. Right. You know, and, you know, you have the kids who are looking at it going, why are we doing this? And, you know, that might be how they explained it, at least at first. Um. Okay. Um, 
So Harry enters. Oh, that would that would be a little interesting. Vernon, you know, giggles as he drives him to Stonehenge and drops him off, and says, you know, we'll be back to pick you up, maybe. And you know, off he <laughs> but drives. No. The thing is, is that Stonehenge is broken, so they wouldn't take him there. Um, I think that okay. someone said earlier that we should probably have the portals in the bank, and I agree. But the thing is, is that Diagon Alley is actually in. Is already in the enclave. So in order mm-hmm. to get to the bank, they have to already be in the enclave. So that can't be it. But I think that the cauldron has to be the portal for Britain. Um, okay. Oh, and that, my uh, God. And then in order to enter it, you have to be magical. Period. Okay. Um, Muggles don't wander in off the street. So, I'm sorry, what? Uh, the the link that that Barb just put up, Barbara, and then look at mine if you want to. Just imagine an eleven year old putting that on their head. I don't think so. I would trip out if I was a muggle kid. Oh no, hell no. Harry Potter would be like, I don't think so. <laughs> and it talks too. Fuck that shit. <laughs> well, the one I put That's up actually you. works kind of well. Yeah, but it's is it. Is that too heavy for a little kid to, to even sit on a stool with? Like at least it has a part where McGoggle can hold it up, you know, with a little stick up at the top. Yes, but it's got a feather light charm. It, it, it would have to. Yes. It would really, truly have to. Okay. Who says you can't have portals inside the Enclave? Um, I don't know what you mean, Rowan. I, you know, honestly, I think I, uh, are we talking about the, the, uh, the front room of the ministry where they've got all the fireplaces going in and out and doing stuff? I think that Magical London is its own enclave and everything in it is magical. Um, it's not in any way connected to the muggle world except for the portal, which is at the Leaky Cauldron. Okay. And they have to go through the Leaky Cauldron and down the alleyway. Alleyway they can only get to through the Leaky Cauldron, and they have to go through the brick. And that brick entrance is the portal that takes them into the Enclave. Okay. And in order to travel from one Enclave to another, they have to go through the bank. Departures and arrivals from one Enclave to another through airships is done through the bank. That would be really busy because I was thinking if you did it, it with the ministry with that front room with the ministry you would have, um, you know, all the fireplaces. I don't know if you're going to still do fire travel or not, but I have the idea that um, because the thing is, is if you give control of it to the ministry, I think travel between enclaves is international. Mhm. And the bank is an international organization that ultimately answers to the ICW. So you wouldn't want a ministry having control over who can can leave an enclave. Because if it gets taken over okay. by someone like, oh, say, Voldemort, um, you know, hatches are controlled internationally. And the bank, the goblins, have um, have over the past several hundred years been granted the contract by the ICW to control that. 
Okay. So there's and in every enclave there is a goblin bank, and in that goblin bank is a travel center that you can use um, the airship the, um, portals to move around. Check the the link I just put up. It's a picture of the set for the ministry where they've got the fireplaces. Only it's before they they put put it full of people. So that's one way to actually have. If that's in the bank, well, they're they're going to be leaving and departing. They're going to be leaving and entering airships. I think that flu travel is only um, viable within an enclave. Like there aren't international flus and um, enclave. I'm gonna I'm gonna forever say that wrong. Um, okay. Uh, so now wait a second. So for for magical Britain, we don't have someplace like the borough where it actually has a physical point, or Grimald Place where it has a physical point, or um, no, uh, wait, Godric- stop. Each enclave okay. is basically a copy of the region it was built over and around. It's another dimension. When they're in that dimension, okay. there is land, air, and sea. You know what I mean? Okay. It's like a whole world inside this pocket. Okay. That's why there's more than one, because they couldn't get everything in one pocket. And not okay. everybody wanted to live in the same pocket. You know, so the pocket for Great Britain is as big as Great Britain. Okay. And the pocket for the United States is as big as the, or well, the the North American pocket, pocket is as big as North America. Okay. So Australia's pocket obviously is as big as Australia. So this is a whole world separated dimensionally from muggles. It's like having two okay. planet Earths basically, but these pockets are magically created. So they don't have a whole okay. planet. They just have pockets. Okay, so there <laughs> kind of says steampunk, stick some gears on it. <laughs> So, so how about this then? From what it sounds like, the ministry would still have the the fireplaces and all for flu travel within their enclave, enclave, whatever right. you want to call it. But the mm-hmm. actual travel between each enclave is something that is um, done by going to the bank, purchasing your your travel uh, permit to you know to get into one of the the or to, to hitch a ride on an airship, and off you go. It's not something – port keys, what about those? I would say that port keys only work inside of an enclave, just like ap- – um, I don't know how you say it. Apparition? Apparition. Ap- apparition. Um, see, the thing is, is I've never watched the movies. That's why I fuck up the pronunciations on these things, because I never watched the movies. I have no idea how you say Snape's first name. Severus. I know how I want to say it. Severus? Severus. Severus. Because that, that, that's how I wanted to say it, but sometimes they fuck you up and you... Severus. She's saying Severus, not Severus. I say Severus. Okay. See? See? Anyways, I've never watched the movies. Okay, so um, 
I think that the okay. pocket would not be um, impacted by muggle changes. Like, uh, like if a muggle bomb went off in one part of the world, it wouldn't impact the pocket. You know what I mean? Now, somebody asked a question about why the magical world keeps ties with the muggles. It's very simple. Muggleborns. Mm-hmm. They can't leave their own behind. Magic won't let them leave Muggleborns behind. So they have to keep a connection with the Muggle world so they can... Well, they can grow their own food. They have land. You have to mm-hmm. think that the... um. Someone Amazon asks how they how they get food. That each of these enclaves is basically uh, a country within itself. It has lands, it has rain, it has a weather system, it has seasons. You know, it's basically basically a, a little pocket world, and I have to decide how many little pocket worlds there'll be. But. You know what's that question? See, Solus Amazon says, who would work the land? Who works the land on Vulcan? There are there are farmers. There's people who, this is what they love to exactly. do. Exactly. Just because you have something that, I mean, all societies are built a certain way. There, there has to be people who do this, this, and this mm-hmm. to survive. And so I think people who... Having frankly, magic you know, doesn't mean you don't want to farm. Frankly, you know, here's another or thing for you. Or you don't want to. Also be, this could also be what some of the elves are for, you know. Um, the greater majority of house elves, they're not out there, um, you know, being servants. They may be out there being, you know, the the the, the backbone that the society is, is built on. Who knows? So, let's see. They, you know, the other thing about this is they'd have to be very careful about the the, the underhill because um, places could have disappeared. You know, um, say, instead of Bermuda being, not just being an area where, you know, the, the, the physical Bermuda, the, the part that we all know, that indeed may be a, um, a family of magicals who are being assholes, but magical Bermuda um, died because somebody got stupid and decided to see, you know, decided to, 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 to take magic to the extreme and instead of respecting magic and treating the world with everything that was needed to keep it alive, they ran with it and decided that, that magic was their, well, it was their slave to do with, do with as they will. Um, magical livestock elves, don't spec it. 
Dark Heaven Essence comments, maybe a lot of the mundane species that went extinct are alive and well in the pockets, and one if one and if one occasionally gets loose, you get sightings like Tasmanian tigers or Nessie. <laughs> that could explain a lot. Like, a, like you said there earlier that the Bermuda is a uh, pocket that went wrong or a pocket that corrupted. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I want to use the um, underhill and the fay too much because I don't actually know a lot about that, and I'm not sure I want to invest in that kind of research because if I did that, I would have to like go whole hog, and I don't have time to spend three weeks in the library because I did that <laughs> once. Fair, fair enough. You know what I mean? Okay. I do that. Yeah. Because if I if I insert a mythology that is well known, I have to actually know the mythology. It's but if helpful. I make up my own stuff, I don't have to worry about that. Okay. That's a that's a bit of world building that you need to keep in mind as you're as you're working. If you try to play with mythology that already exists, you're gonna have to explain the parts you ignore. Mm-hmm. So in order to ignore those parts and explain them, you have to know them. <laughs> so, <clears throat> anyways, oh, I have an idea about the elves from earlier. You said, and someone and uh, original Tempest said that um, the house elves and um, or the elf species could be um, control of much of production as far as like um, food production goes, and that's true. But and also the gnomes. Have, I could have gnomes that 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 would be fun. Um, they realized pretty much immediately upon being sucked into that first enclave that they were all in it together. Mm-hmm. From elf to wizard, and that meant that they couldn't mistreat each other. So these traditions began like several thousand years, you know, whenever you know, when did the witch burnings happen? That doesn't that, 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 that doesn't give me a lot of time to build. Sixteens, sixteens and seventh. Um, that, that's just no, four hundred years, four or five hundred years, sixteen hundreds. Um, well, now wait a second. That's our witch burnings, okay? Um, You're right. I could have I, I could have an, an earlier one because there's, there's and the witch burnings in the sixteen hundreds were Muggleborns, right? And you have the fall of the church, and actually, how about this? The fall of Rome was what sucked everybody in because the world went mad. This is why we have the Middle Ages. And then you have the rise of the Renaissance, and then um, you have... I'm losing my, I'm losing my time periods here. The you Spanish have the Middle Ages in the late 1400s, right? I like that right. idea better. Rena- that, that, that gives me a little more time. Right, but if you get the Renaissance is, I thought it was the 16s. The Spanish Inquisition was in the 14s. Right, and the witch hunts are, are witch hunts started in the 14s and lasted into the 17s. They are corrupt. That's terrible. Oh my God, that's terrible. Um, I think the that Spanish- that was like the second of witch burnings. I want to do like a earlier like pre-Hogwarts kind of thing where that's when the first enclave developed. Magic goes, oh shit, look what these look what these assholes are doing. And it's, you know, it kind of sucked them all in. And so 
and then maybe thanks to politics uh, and Slytherin, Salazar Slytherin, and his mm-hmm. politics and, and, and how it kind of filtered out through the um, ages, that around the late 13, early 1400s, they stopped bringing muggle-borns into the enclaves. And that resulted in the burnings, the witch burnings. And then the second they round of witch burnings. With, and, and magic retaliated. And magic retaliated against them. And the enclaves all started to fail because of their selfish assholeness. Um, and so they have to start bringing the muggleborns back into the enclaves to keep the enclaves healthy. Mm-hmm. They need that infusion of muggleborn magic to maintain healthy enclaves. Because if they don't, okay. magic is going to punish them. Okay. So the Dark um, Ages were the 6th century, 6 to 13. So you want before that because Hogwarts is well over 1,000, I thought, at the time of, of the Harry Potter universe. They said the Basilisk was about 1,000 years old. Ever how right. you fucking say that one, too? Um, Basilisk. Basilisk? I don't know. Good one on that. Good question. Um Yes, Bermuda fell first. Excellent, Dark. That's excellent. As a reminder of of, of what would happen to them. So let's say um, as as Rome started to fall, uh, Bermuda cut itself off from the Muggleborns, and the others slowly but surely started to do the same. And then um, Bermuda failed before everybody else, you know, um, kind of find their their death warrants here, and they all, you know, even though you know Rome failed and all, they 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 wised up and they kept everything open, ish. Places still got a little bit stroppy with stuff. Then along comes Voldemort. And then the along same comes ideas. Voldemort, who hasn't learned the lessons that history has to teach. Or he doesn't think they apply to him because he is Voldemort, you know. And, all and he was a half-blood raised in a muggle orphanage. His mother left an enclave, left magical Britain. Mm-hmm. Well, the her most family was squibs. They yep. were squibs, basically. And so they were living outside an enclave because they were squibs. Mhm. And one of the she falls in love that... with a muggle. Mhm. And has Tom, and Tom's magical, but he doesn't have any magical family, so he's not brought into an enclave immediately. He's put in a muggle right. orphanage. He still has the same history. And then on his eleventh birthday, he finds out about magic, and he's fucking furious because he has spent this his entire life in this crap-ass muggle orphanage surrounded by assholes, and there's this entire fantastic, amazing world he could have been living in. So, of course he's Which mad. Also, yes. Serious. Mm-hmm. I would say, Rowan, that um, muggles, m- muggle-born witches and wizards would be 
treasured in some countries, and oh my God, what are you doing? Uh, putting a bag of chips away. Sorry if I crinkle. It no, it was not a crinkle. It was like a thunder. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> She thinks she crinkled, you guys. She, she, she thinks she crinkled. That was not a crinkle. I'll listen it was to it amazing. later, for the love of Googly. Stop. <laughs> no, no. Okay, so Muggleborns are, say, maybe treasured in some countries, but in other more um, or less advanced, socially obnoxious countries like Britain, they're a necessary evil to some people. <laughs> That way I still have that happened. whole um, politics issue that I can play with, you know. Yes, and and or the bloodline issue as well because you want to um, you want to freshen the bloodline, but you sure as hell don't want it to be your child who's going to be sacrificed for this, which would also give you the snottiness of Lucius. Yeah, because I have Lucy to have that. Is, yes, dear, <laughs> dear Lucy is just a little bit um, snotty. A lot snotty. Yes. Yes, she is. Yes, she very much Again, is. Hmm? I like the idea of, of building a whole little world in the in the enclave and having um a society that's basically enclosed. Which is what I did in my um Lord of the Elves excerpt that you guys mm-hmm. have read on my site. Where the, I really hope you can the realms Maybe I should maybe I should use the word realm. That actually would work probably a little bit better. That works. It would probably need less exclamation explanation. Yeah. And, so these magical and, realms. Let's go with that. Realms. That works. Oh, by the okay. way, everything that you're hearing here may or may not happen if I write this. And right now, the chance everything of me writing this is about seventy percent. It started out at thirty percent when I, but now um, it's about <laughs> seventy. <laughs> Because I kind of got excited about it, like I did last night. Okay. But last night when I had the idea of the Steampunk AU, I literally paled. Like the blood fell out of my face because sometimes when you get a really spectacular idea, you kind of go, oh. <laughs> you get a little, oh. Oh, shit. <laughs> I mean, it's not quite an orgasm, but it's close. Uh-huh. It was like a Definitely creative, creative orgasm. I don't yeah, know. I, 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 I can't explain it. It was a mental gasm. It was a it was a brain gasm. Oh. It was a mental gasm. <laughs> it was a mental gasm. Anyways, so so if anything you hear tonight may or may not happen by the time you actually see a story a year from now. Mhm. Let's be honest. Yes. It's going to be about a year. Um, unless I break something. <laughs> yes, and then all this. And then it will be like. Okay, so. Some enclaves are bigger than others. I'm not going to have any that are literally the size of North America. I was just making an example earlier of, um, you know. Now, would you have to have somebody help maintain that, be it as the the structure, the the um, the ability to have those those realms be something that is realms realms re- realms. Sorry, did I say it wrong? No, I said it wrong. I, I kept saying enclave when I already changed my mind about what it was, a realm. Yeah, what a I realm. would say is, is there, there aren't that many because they're built on ley lines. 
Okay. All over, you know, on the earth, and they're and they're and they're um, and they're powered and enclosed by and uh, sustained by um, wild magic, and they access Which wild magic through the these ley lines, and they're but, and they're not that many, and there aren't there aren't that many places in concentration where they could actually build the pockets, like the first natural pocket, and the first natural pocket is Atlantis, and it's still there. It's tied to um, to Stonehenge still. I mean, I know Stonehenge. No, Stone. No, no. It relaxation. broke free. Okay. It broke free. So, so the only way you can get to Atlantis is through another enclave. Okay. So Atlantis. Realm. Then I Damn it. Expect, okay. Realm. So to be able to 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 live on the realm of Atlantis, okay, to be able to to have Atlantis be there because. That particular realm is has broken free, and she's and it's no longer tied um, through whatever physical means you're going to tie it with to the ley lines that were. No, 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 under. no. It still has a ley line. It doesn't have a portal. Okay. It doesn't have an earthbound because, portal. Okay. Because I was going to say, doing that it would. that way, if you don't have the ley line, you'd have to have somebody maintaining Atlantis. Right. No, the, the the ley lines are different than the portals. Um, Atlantis had a portal, and it was Stonehenge. It mm-hmm. broke free, and it's the city in the sky. Looks... Okay. And 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 that's why um, Stonehenge is broken. Uh, mm-hmm. The other enclaves were all manufactured, and the only way they could build them is to tap into wild magic on ley lines. Because they couldn't duplicate right. exactly what magic did. Then shit, I can go ahead and get some tea, and I left my glass. Okay. Then there's going to be some areas, um, you know, that are, are going to cry out to have um, places associated with them. Um, Machu Picchu is one. Um, Egypt with with Shangri La. Shangri La. Shangri La. Um, yeah. Uh, Petra, would we want to use that? Have have yeah. the, the well, you know those stone um, carvings in Petra, the stone buildings would be a hell of a good entrance into one of them. Um, well, all the entrances um, are protected and unseen by Muggles. Well, yeah, but Stonehenge is the Stonehenge is the only. Um, portal that can be seen and, and that's because it's broken. So I can't actually use landmarks that would be visible to a muggle. But now but, but the thing is is if you use Petra, okay, and that's the one that was in the Indiana Jones movie, okay? Um it doesn't mean that that particular um area, that particular one is is the the entrance. It just means that you know, perhaps a city did grow up in this area, okay, for whatever reasons, because conditions were favorable, and it helped shield everything because nobody saw. People moving in and out of this area was explained away by, there's a city here, okay? And just with the leaky, where, you know, people can walk in and out of it, and they don't, most people don't think up much of it because it's a pub, okay, Having no, what I said earlier is that only magicals can enter the leaky cauldron, period. 
period. So no, I mean, they, the people walk in, they disappear once they're on leaky. They don't see it. Uh, they, okay. they never even see it. It's only visible to magical and magical magicals, period. That means mother-born parents can't enter the cauldron. That. They, can, they can't enter the magical realms. Yeah, that, that's a bit of a problem because you, you're going to want the kids to have their parents for the, at least their first trip. They may never take them again, but at least that first trip they're going to have to go. And that's why you have the, no. the letter... The letter is the past. No. Why not? No. Because it's not secure. The whole point is, is that they separated so, the magic separated magicals from the the Muggle world because they weren't safe. And so we can't you can't allow a non magical into the realm. Period. Okay, then I guess it sounds like what's going to happen is as soon as these kids get their letter, they drop off the face of, of the muggle world and they don't go back. I think if they do go back, God, my nose is killing me. I hate winter, fall. It's September. <laughs> it. You know what? I had the sniffles. I can have the sniffles. Um. It it has to be <sighs> shit. Um, squibs have a little bit of magic. That's canon. Okay. Because if they didn't have a little bit of magic, um, Hogwarts is invisible to Muggles. But mm-hmm. a squib works in Hogwarts. That means he has a little bit of magic. Yep. There's not that enough magic. To learn magic. To be trained. I don't want to kidnap kids, but I do think that as far as the premise goes and the history of it, and because muggles because were murdering magicals, that there is no mm-hmm. magical government on earth who's going to allow a muggle into a magical realm. Period. Okay. It's just not going to happen. Okay. Then we're going to have to figure out something to do with the kids. Well, they can come and go from the realms as as, as much as they want to. Just just like they do in canon, they can go home. Well, their parents can't. Oh. Well... See, their parents can't. The only thing that we see muggle parents doing in Harry Potter is visiting Diagon Alley. That's it. They never get to go to Hogwarts. You never see them in the Ministry of Magic. They get to go to the bank and the bookstore. That's it. Yeah, OT put, they don't, they don't OT have any, put forth a, what? OT put forth an idea. Accidental magic sparks an investigation and the child is fostered to a magical family. See, that involves, that kind of boils down to kidnapping muggleborns, which I think is kind of ugly. I think that um, being magical, it, you know, there's freedom attached to that. They can't say, oh, you can't see your mom ever again, you know. So these kids get to go home. They can leave the realms and, and go into the muggle world at will. It's, muggles cannot 
return the favor. Well, it's going to be really hard for the parents that first year with it when they they have to let their 11-year-old child go somewhere without them. They do it already. You think that one shopping trip compares your, to your child being sent off to a school that you have no idea where it is, you have no ability whatsoever to see it, and no ability okay. whatsoever to even get there? So what about And then they're gone parents? for 10 months. Oh, I left my door open. I mean, they're gone for 10 months out of the year. So this, what, this three-hour shopping trip is some big, huge deal when they're being sent off 10 months of the year to a school their parents can't even see on a map? Hmm. <laughs> it's already ugly. I'm bound sorry, but it's, but a shopping trip yeah. is nothing compared to that. Muggle parents don't even know where Hogwarts is. They can't go to Hogsmeade. They have no idea where that is either. To them, to to a Muggle parent, the magical world exists as Diagon Alley, and that's it. That's all they ever see. Okay, so then Barbara mentions Brits have been using boarding schools for generations. So 500 vehicles to sell, 500 ways to save. One month only at Vilpenny Mitsubishi during May Memorial Month. Now through May 31st, we will accept your credit application. A $200 down payment and a $350 a week paycheck can get you a new Mitsubishi. Don't forget, every new vehicle comes with our 10-year unlimited warranty. You can win 5000 months with our 5K test drive giveaway. Visit VilpennyMitsubishi.com to qualify buyers on a free credit. Warranty valid through 10-year ownership on new vehicles only. One entry per household per month. Must be 21 with valid driver's license and insurance. See dealer for details. I guess that that would work. I mean, if you treat it as, you know, um, the 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 boarding school concept, and it already is as know, far as canon goes. Yes, but your your kid is selected for this special, you know, boarding school based off of whatever, and you know, um, some t- some parents it's a token payment, other parents it's a hell of a lot more, so that way it can be paid for. Well, I have an ugly thing in mind, and it's terrible. It is terrible. Um, okay. Uh, as far as, like, the Hogwarts letter goes, mm-hmm. when they get that letter – hello? I'm still here. Are you there? Okay. I'm there was a weird noise. For... Ah, well, when they okay, get that letter <laughs> – Shades of River Cam? Oh, no. Hear... Can you hear me now? I can hear you now. Can you hear me? Okay. I can hear you. I never stopped being able to hear you. I don't know where you went. I I was here. I'm sorry. I'm going to have to blow my nose again. Blow away. It, it might have to happen. Um, blow it um, I have this thing. I'm going to share this thing with you. Uh, I have this thing where I can't put tissue or anything that I use to blow my nose with in the trash can. I have to flush it. Oh, well. I can't have snotty okay. tissue in my trash can. It it offends my delicate sensibilities. Your delicate or, sensibilities you know, if I don't have a choice. It's a Sherman tank, babe. <laughs> Fuck you. And if I, if I don't have a choice, I will, if, if, like, if I, like, if I have a terrible head cold, I'll take my trash out at night. Out of the mm-hmm. house. All the way out of the house to the garbage can. I can't stand to be near snotty stuff. It just makes me sick. Oh, anyways. 
We all have our little things. That one's mine. Okay, so the Hogwarts mm-hmm. letter goes out, and it is charmed out the wazoo. And this is what it does. It compels. Each bicycle school has a letter, and they are assigned children by um, region. Okay. This letter compels the magical child to attend magical school. And it puts a charm on their parents to prevent them from discussing magic. Okay. There's a hell of a thought. It also prevents them from mistreating their child for being magical. Because the purpose of the letter is to protect magic and to protect magical people. And Dark Evans, Eva, um, uh, sorry, Dark Ass, Dark Evan, Evan, <laughs> what if Evan kids Evan. say no? They don't have an option to say no. Mm-hmm. They don't have that option. Yeah, so as Amazon says, it also compels the parents into letting them go. Right. Yeah. Because the thing is, is that this is a society that's built on the belief that muggles want to kill them. <laughs> because that's because. the experience they've had. Mm-hmm. More than once. So... Yes, yeah, it's close to imperious, but it's not actually imperious. Shades away, though. Shades away. But it's not. It's not, though. And and that's the difference. And the thing is, is that you have to, even in canon, magical people have a standard by which they wish to be treated that they don't transfer to muggles. So compelling a magical person, what I'm saying Mm -hmm. is that to them, compelling a magical person could be illegal, but compelling a muggle is not. Because they have no problems obliviating, ever how you say it, muggles? Yeah. They have no problems using um, muggle repelling charms (laughs) to to make them leave places that they don't want them to be. So, you know, there's this there's this whole class of charms and spells they mm-hmm. use to protect themselves already in canon. Right. And the list I think of... if um Go ahead. It boils down to safety and magical safety. And yes, magical children would be compelled. But that was an example, Dart, not an actual law, because there's no, apparently there's no law against anything in Harry Potter. I mean, there's no law against fucking love potions. Mm-hmm. There's a, um, Terry Sam Even memory charms about- don't seem to be regulated. No. So, you know, that was just an example of what they would say, you can do this to them, Mm -hmm. but you can't do it to us. 
Right. Carrie Sands comments that when you touch the envelope um, for the, the acceptance letter, uh, that it's key to the family. If a, if a magical can find out what their, their family tree is um, by using a drop of blood, having it move through the family, the family tree to let the child go and not be curious about where they went – um, working its way through the family tree as everybody, you know, talks or, or deals with each other, that would work. And, yeah, it's that's pretty horrible. But, but you know, it's okay. Here's the thing. I'm going to go back to something they're, they're saying in the chat room about love potions being rape. Yes, they are. But in uh-huh. Harry Potter's canon, Molly tells Hermione and Ginny a story about how she used love potions on her husband to get his attention, and it was said as a joke. Mm-hmm. Like it was harmless. So when it comes down to the letter, everybody who sees the letter is compelled to touch it. Yep. And once they touch it, they're charmed not, not to discuss magic. Mm-hmm. So that would take care of everybody in the household when the child gets the letter. Parents, step-parents, yeah. step-siblings, aunts, uncles, right. grandparents, whatever. Whoever is in their with them when they receive the letter would be compelled to touch it and to protect magic. Mm-hmm. Squibs have enough magic to be in the realms. They can come and go as they want. Mm. Earlier when I was talking about compelling would be illegal on magicals and not on muggles, that was an example of how magicals put themselves above muggles in Harry Potter canon. What, what what I mean is it could be anything that, oh, you can obliviate a muggle, but if you're going to obliviate a magical, you have to go through a whole procedure to do it. But anybody yep. and their brother can point their wand at a muggle. And I'm not sure if that's true, but that's just an example of how they separate well, themselves the, the from magical and muggles. Or the, the Department of Misuse of Magic would catch you if you or uh, muggle abuse or something like that would catch you if you did it. But for the most part, they're not going to sit there and, you know, completely wig out at you. You're going to get, you're going to get a slap on the wrist if you do it, but it's not, it's not like if you had pointed uh, your wand at a magical and obliviated them. Which could get you in trouble depending on who that magical person is. Oh, yes, most decidedly. And even then, there are, there are class issues involved. But what I'm saying is mm-hmm. is that a magical person would have absolutely no qualms whatsoever about charming a muggle to do what they wanted. Even yep. a magical person who considered themselves light and a good person would have no problem compelling a muggle to do something they wanted them to do. Don't come near our house. Don't look at us. Don't notice this. Don't notice that. Right. Because a notice-me-not charm is a compulsion. And it is a compulsion charm activated to anybody and everybody who looks at it or looks in the direction of what's being notice-me-not. You know, mm-hmm. So everybody who in, in, encounters that charm is being compelled not to notice whatever this item is. So magic okay. in itself is extremely abusive. Okay, two items. First off, courts comments: Would Arthur have a job if there were, or if there is no laws against using ma- uh, magic against muggles? 
Arthur's job was for um, the misuse of Muggle artifacts, right? Which would still work in there because you know you have to. I mean, they're they're keeping up with the Joneses basically, and the Joneses are Muggles. Um, and to touch on because another Arthur's one, job um, wasn't to protect Muggles. His job was to protect no. Magicals and magic from Muggles. Right. And to prevent the, magic the, from being noticed by muggles. The other one is by Claire, she, where she says um, something about, um, uh, you mean like uh, Dumbledore making, Durs- making Dursley's race hairy. That exactly. That Harry gets tucked into his, his basket instead of it just being a vaguely um, worded letter that you know, is kind of threatening, but, you know, hey, you, you take this child in, and they do it, and they're, they're hateful to him. If they're putting on those layers of enchantments and, and charms and compulsions, um, Dumbledore would have absolutely no problems and, and still think of himself as light if he laid on the compulsions to raise the child, to not hurt the child, to make sure that he was healthy and all of those things, which would also account for the sheer screaming indifference that the Dursleys would and have con- towards it. And considering Dumbledore's job, it would be second nature for him to put all of these mm-hmm. charms on a letter mm-hmm. he gave to Muggles mm-hmm. in relation to a magical child. He's been an educator for what fifty plus years, more than that, more than that, eighty mm-hmm. plus years. So, yep. putting those charms on that letter when he drops Harry off on the doorstep would be second nature. Mm-hmm. They've been doing it for hundreds of years. Yep. Don't hit the kid. Feed the kid. Don't abuse the kid. Don't verbally and abuse accident. the kid. And accidental magic, the, the the department that handles accidental magic, would have reams of these of these these letters, files on these kids, and you know you keep an eye on a family, you know, um, the the Joneses put you know had a magical child three generations ago, and we've got you know the first flare of accidental magic again. You put forth this this um, letter, and you know it's that much easier. Because it's already no, dark. The, the, okay. the tracks have already been laid. Right. And Dark says what Albus considers abuse and what the Darts consider abuse would not be a consideration. This is magic's intent. A spell mm-hmm. most spells are built on a matrix and they work the same way no matter who casts them. Some of them are intent based, mm-hmm. curses, hexes, but charms are all built on the actual intent of magic. So when it says don't abuse this child, it means don't hit the kid, don't yell at the kid, don't mm-hmm. insult the kid, you know. So this is not something that Dumbledore gets to decide what level of abuse somebody will have. Magic mm-hmm. is saying you're not to abuse this child, period. Stop. And Harry, um, Harry's going to be raised with a, with a uh, fair amount of indifference of they're, they'll feed him. They'll clothe him. They'll they'll give him a warm place to sleep. He'll get clothes that fit. He'll get his eyes checked. But for the most part, there's no emotional connection because they it's not covered. They don't have to be. They don't have to be kind. They don't have to be nice. They don't have to. They don't have to fawn over him. That's like just they because did even kids. Dumbledore knows you can't. That love can't be manufactured. Mhm. So you can't you can't force 
them to love Harry. He just assumes mm-hmm. they will. But no, I'm not going to do an abuse or a sacrificial. There might be a sacrificial lamb option, but there's not going to be any abuse because I'm tired of that. I'm 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 tired of that. I've already mm-hmm. explored that in several different ways, and I'm I'm done with it. Yeah. Um, it's it's one trope in the Harry Potter fandom that's extremely ab- severely depressing as fuck, and um, I'm already writing some super depressive shit next year, so we're not going to be doing that. <laughs> right. You, you've got enough. Go- you've this got is going to be a fun that, stick so. full of toys. <laughs> There's so going to be toys, the airships, Harry, and floating not- cities. Yeah, Harry's not abused, but he's still going to be, he's going to be, he's he's not physically abused, he's not emotionally abused, but he's been raised by emotionally and physically indifferent people, okay? So he right, well, yeah, but that's, you know. Yeah, he is skin-starved for attention of the, the type that is more than, you know, the, the clinical touches of a doctor type thing. You know, Hermione giving him a hug that is more perfunctory than, you know, checking to make sure you've got your your outside stuff on, you know, he'll sink into that and and wallow in it. But he's not, um, he's not coming from as dark of a place as some of the, the Harry Potters have been, okay? He's just, he's a human raised by, by the equivalent of very, by the, by allocates and goals for all intents and purposes. They have no emotional connection to him. They just raised him. I want to create a world that when Harry enters it, he's like, oh, wow. I'm so glad to see every mm-hmm. single motherfucking one of you people. Oh, this is amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow, look at that goblin. That's great. <laughs> you know? Just like, just you know, amazing. And, you know, and I want to... Um, I want Sirius to go get him and go, and yes, mm-hmm. there'll be a fucking shopping trip, because why the hell not? Sirius has got 11 years of birthdays to make up for. So on his birthday, Sirius is going to figure out, is going to, the charms are going to be released. Now here's what's going to happen. Dumbledore takes Harry away and hides him to protect mm-hmm. him. Meanwhile, Sirius has been contained by the DMLE, and they realize that he's not that he's not to blame for what happens. And I don't know what kind of happens going to happen since he won't be charged with ki- with the killing of 13 muggles since they're... Unless that happens on... Like, unless Peter ran and left the realm and, and Sirius followed him, that would be really cool. Actually, I think I'll do that. Anyways, um, they're going to find out what? Sirius is innocent. Here. He'll never go to um, prison. But oh, Dumbledore hides good. Harry... If if Peter instead of hiding as a rat, you know, because if you're if you're going to do this, you know, he he in, instead just dives over the side of a, of a realm, you know, if you're or whatever floating whatever you're going to have, okay. Oh, they can't. You can only leave a realm through the portal. Okay, so are you going to have a f- serious serious corners him on one of the the international uh, airship flights and. Um, Peter, instead of you know what, instead of of slaughtering everybody, dives over the side, and you know the Ministry calls it done. He's dead. 
serious is is then left with you know no no resolution and while he's chasing um peter around you know the airship lines uh albus is being a dick and hiding harry okay there's a couple of questions in the chat room i want to answer i said earlier sure. on that i wasn't i was going to kill voldemort i can't do that i have to have a real villain i said that too um, that I probably couldn't mm-hmm. kill Voldemort because I had to have a villain, and I don't want to make Dumbledore the villain a, a big villain. He's just an asshole. And what's going to happen is, is I think that um, I don't want to play on an airship because if they if they fucked an airship up, they could fuck up the lane and kill a whole bunch of people, and um, that'd be scary, really scary. Um, and then he could die too. You know, realistically, if if that, that kind of thing happened, like if Peter blew up an airship, he would kill everybody, including Sirius. What I want to happen is, is that Sirius gets detained and questioned, and while and while he's being questioned, Dumbledore hides Harry. Mm-hmm. Now, when Sirius is declared, okay, no, Sirius didn't do that shit. Peter was an asshole. Um, Peter's hiding in the Muggle world. And eventually he'll make his way back into the realm. And we'll, we'll black figure out what I want to do with him. Black, there's black market ways in and out, you know. There's got to be. Well, there's he's no a places. he's a rat. So he could come back in as somebody's pet rat. Or just he could come back in a shipment. shipment of food. He could be... Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. He's a rat. He can he can get back in. Or he could go to another country yeah. and come in that way and then use an airship to get back to Britain. Mm-hmm. Um so, Black's declared innocent. Everything goes to court. And Dumbledore has made it impossible for even him to break the charms on Harry. So even though he's ordered to turn Harry over, he literally can't find him either. Mm-hmm. The magic he's used to hide Harry works on him, too. Hmm. So there's nothing they can do to Albus. Well, they can punish him, but there's nothing they can do to find Harry. Now, that won't work. They're saying the the Fidelis charm, that won't work because there has to be a secret keeper, and he would have made himself the secret keeper. And if that's the case, then he could be ordered to give up the secret in court. You know, Eric could be the secret. So, Eric could be his own secret keeper. There has to be. Well, no, because then it wouldn't break with the letter. The only way no, he gets broken is by the delivery of his Hogwarts letter. And if he's under a Fidelis, they can't actually fucking deliver the letter. Could it be a time? Could it be a time limited Fidelis? No, I don't want to do that at all. I, okay. I really don't. Because then, because if I do that, it's going to come with like 45 billion thousand questions. Like the first time I post, there's going to be like 15 assholes. And I know most of you don't have this experience, but I have a very large readership, and this is going to sound assholish, but I can't fucking stand it when I post something and I get 25 questions back. I don't want you to mm-hmm. ask questions. Wait till the goddamn end. And then if I haven't mm-hmm. answered your question in 300,000 words that I wrote, then you can ask me a question. So I don't want to use that. I want to use some kind of 
charm where Harry is hidden and um, either he's made an unbreakable vow not to reveal it and they have to choose between basically ordering the leader of the light to commit suicide to give up the secret you know, to, um, to give up the location of Harry, or to leave him in place until the Hogwarts letter gets delivered on on his eleventh birthday. And they figure the kids, you know, from from what careful questioning has has led to, the kids okay. It's it's there's nothing um, horrific and you know with the the charms that were laid. Albus says he lays a a standard set of accidental magic you know charms on the letter, so that way the kids taken care of. He and they had to choose between much. Dumbledore, and they had to choose between Dumbledore and Harry, and they choose Dumbledore, and Harry and Sirius get the shaft, which is pretty much canon. Yes, and that would work. <laughs> and I've got three minutes listed on the clock left. Yeah, me too. So hey, and that's how, how it's going to start. Well, that's that's great, and we can do this. But how about this? Over the next couple months, we can always, when you're you're short a show, we can always add this in and start working on more. Because it's never it's never this easy when we do it. There's always more. No, no, that's just the world building basically. So that was the world mm-hmm. building, and we're down to two minutes and thirty six seconds. Um, I'm definitely liking the realms and the um, mm-hmm. and the airships and the travel lanes and Atlantis. I would like to name the realms after like. Famous concepts like the Britain realm would be Avalon, of course. Okay, of course. And, and then I would need. Um, I want to have like I don't know, maybe fifth, seven. The Greek would there be the Parthenon. There should be seven realms because seven's the magic number. The Greek can be the Parthenon, or at least the Mediterranean one. Right. There should be seven realms because that's ma- that's the magical number. Um, so Avalon. The Parthenon. Shangri-La is from Dark Evanescence. Oh, hey, there's Seven Wonders of the World. So there's a thought. Um, Except that I have Avalon, but um, um, what's that one in um, um, Australia? Yorulu? How do you say that? Oh, yeah, Arulu. Um, Dark Evanescence gave it to us. O-O-L-A-R-U, Arulu. Um, Okay, so we've got Avalon, the Parthenon, Arulu... Um, we need one in Egypt. Olaru. Um, Luxor um, is is what it's called now. Um, we, need Abydos. To, we need to do a off, off Abydos. Oh, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, Atlantis. Okay. <laughs> Atlantis. So, uh, we're down to fifty-five seconds. Um, so we have Avalon, the Parthenon, Shangri-La. The one in Australia that I can't pronounce. Um, really? Abydos, Atlantis, and Machu Picchu. Is that how you say that? Machu Picchu. Yeah. Where uh, is that? Got, is that in South more? America? Yeah, that's in South America. Where is that? That's the, the, that's the one oh, with, I the need one more. with the really steep stairs. Um, we got to have something in the U.S. because we got to have – and the Snake Mountains. we got to find a word for that. But we'll figure that one out. So we need one more in North America. You guys be thinking about that. And um, one, two, three, four, five. Oh, yeah, that was six. Okay, that was seven, actually. Oh, well. we'll I wasn't it counting out. Atlantis. 
We'll figure it out. It'll be great. It'll be fantastic. Thank you, guys. Have a good evening. Bye-bye. Shut up and sit down. vehicles to sell 500 ways to save one month only at phil penny mitsubishi during memorial month now through may 31st we will accept your credit application a 200 down payment and a 350 a week paycheck can get you a new mitsubishi don't forget every new vehicle comes with our 10-year unlimited warranty you can win 5,000 with our 5k test drive giveaway visit PhillPennyMitsubishi.com to qualify buyers on a free credit warranty valid through 10-year ownership on new vehicles only one entry per household per month must be 21 with valid driver's license and insurance see dealer for details Seven billion humans on Earth can't all like the same drink. That's why Circle K has Polar Pop and Froster. Pick your flavors and make that one in seven billion mix just right for you. Polar Pop and Froster, just 79 cents each at Circle K. Limited time only at participating locations.